Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So let's talk about this abomination of a law that was passed by Texas depriving women of their constitutionally protected privacy rights and why this law is destined to fall somewhere along the way. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So let's spend a few minutes talking about the unconstitutional piece of trash legislation coming out of Texas depriving women of their constitutional rights. Now, I'm going to read just a few of the passages from a 15-page unconstitutional abomination of a law, and then we're going to talk about what some of it means. Here are some of the lowlights in this 15-page statute. So it talks about the fact that Texas has a compelling interest from the outset of a woman's pregnancy in protecting the life of the unborn child. And it then says, to make an informed choice about whether to continue her pregnancy, the pregnant woman has a compelling interest in knowing the likelihood of her unborn child surviving to full-term birth based on the presence of cardiac activity. Isn't that wonderful that the Texas legislature knows what's in the woman's mind because they've decided that she has a compelling interest in knowing the likelihood of this, that, or the other? Isn't it lovely that they're making decisions for women about what's in their mind, what they find to be compelling and in their own interest? They then talk about what tests physicians must run. Then the legislature says this, prohibited abortion of unborn child with detectable fetal heartbeat. A physician may not knowingly perform or induce an abortion on a pregnant woman if the physician detects a fetal heartbeat for the unborn child. That, ladies and gentlemen, is squarely unconstitutional. It violates Supreme Court precedent that has been in place for nearly 50 years. For that reason alone, the statute should fail. But there's more. The Texas legislature also says that the requirements of this subchapter shall be enforced exclusively through private civil actions. 
So the state of Texas has deputized citizens to go out and violate the constitutional rights of women. We're going to talk more about that in a few minutes and what that opens the door to if this is really how we went about legislating in the constitutional rights arena. The statute says any person can bring a civil action against any other person who performs or induces an abortion in violation of this subchapter or who knowingly engages in conduct that aids or abets the performance or inducement of an abortion, including paying for or reimbursing the costs of an abortion through insurance or otherwise. So you can sue the insurance companies for reimbursing a medical procedure. You can sue a friend who loans money to a woman who wants to end her pregnancy during the first trimester. But there's more. It then tries to tell the courts what to do in multiple ways. It says that if a claimant prevails in an action brought under this section, the court shall award injunctive relief. No, that's actually up for the judge to determine. The court shall order statutory damages in an amount not less than $10,000 for each abortion, and the court shall award costs and attorney's fees. So this is the legislature telling the courts exactly what to do, notwithstanding the facts of the case, whether evidence supports injunctive relief or not. That's an intensely fact-based decision for each judge to make in the context of the evidence in the case. No, you will, you shall order injunctive relief. You shall give everybody at least $10,000. You shall award attorney's fees and costs. Think about this, folks. 500 people could sue an Uber driver who drives a woman to the, to the clinic, and all 500 people get at least $10,000. So this is just some of what is proposed in this 15-page piece of trash, this abomination, depriving women of their constitutional rights in Texas. So let's talk about why I maintain this law will not survive long term. First of all, this makes the courts of Texas, the state court judges, arms of the Texas Republican Party enforcing the Republicans' religious-based ideology in violation of the constitutional rights of women. I predict you're going to see pushback by Texas state court judges, right, left, and center, of this piece of trash legislation. It also does away with two of the bedrock requirements if one person is going to sue another person. You need standing to bring suit. Standing just means you have a dog in the fight. Like, I'm in a contract with somebody else. They breached or violated the contract to my financial detriment, so I have standing to sue the other party in the contract. I have a dog in the fight, and I can show damages. The breach of the contract caused me to suffer financially. You need standing, a dog in the fight, and you need damages. These litigants have neither. 
This law purports that anybody can sue anybody who facilitates an abortion when you have no standing, no dog in the fight, and you've suffered no damages. It turns the courts into something other than courts. It's just kind of a claims filing process where the judges have no discretion. Just hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of litigants can sue anybody who facilitates an abortion, even though they don't have standing, a dog in the fight, and they don't suffer any damages. This is an abomination of a piece of legislation. Plus, if this kind of law passes constitutional muster, if states can start to legislate like this, deputizing private citizens to violate the constitutional rights of others, guess what? Every blue state could pass a law saying, if you don't like the fact that your neighbor is carrying a firearm, a gun, you can sue them and you will be awarded $10,000. We're gonna deputize private citizens to sue anybody who bears a firearm if they don't like it and they get $10,000 because, you know, the Constitution doesn't matter. Somebody's constitutional right to privacy, to make decisions about their own body and their own pregnancy, guaranteed by Supreme Court precedent doesn't matter. So why would the Second Amendment right to bear arms matter? So let's get our safety legislation on and deputize all the citizens to sue folks who are carrying guns. That can't be our system of government. That can't be the way our courts or our legislation works. Another reason this abomination of a piece of legislation, I believe, will ultimately fall. But here's what this law should serve as. It should serve as a rallying cry. For women, yes, but for men. Because abridging, taking away, violating the constitutional rights of anybody, of women, matters to us all. And men should be objecting and fighting just as hard, just as strenuously against this abomination as women even though women are more directly impacted. This should serve as a rallying cry. This should drive people to the polls in record numbers that far surpass the record numbers in 2020 when we voted out Donald Trump and his merry band of thieves. This should drive people to the polls in record numbers, notwithstanding Texas's attempt to pass voter suppression laws. They can't stop us from voting. They can make it more difficult. They can make it more inconvenient, particularly for communities of color, particularly for folks who are working to earn hourly wages, particularly for folks who are perhaps living in poverty. They can make it more difficult, but they can't stop us from getting to the polls. And this is one of the best reasons ever to get to the polls by any means necessary. And finally, folks, this is not a winning strategy for the GOP. Taking away people's constitutional rights, trying your unlevel best to suppress voting, particularly in communities of color. This is not a long-term winning political strategy. This is the GOP drowning and gasping for air as they go down. 
you know, this is the GOP, in my opinion, writing its own political obituary. That's what this kind of unconstitutional abomination of a piece of legislation is. And the GOP will lose. And this legislation will fail. Somewhere along the way, this legislation will fail. Because justice matters. And friends, as always, thank you for tuning in to our Daily Justice Matters videos. Um, these videos are also available as podcasts, audio only, and you can get them wherever you ordinarily get your podcasts. Uh, and as always, folks, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.